0: Everybody and welcome to another episode of Not Safe for Weebs. I am Chris Lamb. I am Usagi's left bun. And uh, right next to me is Usagi's right bun.
1: Emma Five. <laughs> I'm so glad that you designated me uh, Usagi's right bun or Odongo yes. or whatever you want to call it. Yes. Um because I was gonna designate myself that. Oh um, nice. but I feel I feel honored that you just you you bestowed that gift
0: upon me. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been. I was saving that one. Thank you. Um, do you want to go into our fandom term of the day? Let's do it, Chris.
1: What is our fandom term of the day today? So
0: I decided the fandom term of the day uh, would be cannon. Woo! Um, and not like blast, not like cannonball. Cannon. Yeah, yeah not, not like yeah,
1: not like weapon cannon. Right, but there's cannon. there's one
0: less n in there. There is. Um and uh, so the word is basically con- uh, used to describe something that's. True to the story and the way the original author or creator of the work that we are currently fanning over, um, to be super nerdy with you guys, it, I think it's based on the Latin word that represents like rule.
1: Oh, um,
0: and and I think when I was looking this up in the dictionary, it was kind of referring to you know like like biblical canon. Ah, uh, so, so so I think that's where I found that I that meaning. See. It's,
1: it's like
0: the original, it's, <laughs> no. it's the original Bible story or whatever. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, yeah, when I mention the Bible, I start sweating. It's getting a little, it's it's like getting a little hot in here.
1: Um, I, I don't know anything about the Bible. Full disclosure. <laughs> I, I don't either. So, um, uh,
0: and we usually use this term specifically in shift to describe if a pairing is or isn't explicitly made official by the creator per se. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that's a little bit malleable when it comes to fans, but
1: very malleable <laughs> when it comes to fans. Yes.
0: Um, but uh, we 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 tend we as fans tend to use the term head canon. That's head hyphen canon to describe their pair as our OTP one true pairing. Because we believe in it so much, even though it technically isn't real. <laughs> and, you know, it wasn't made explicit by the creator um, or in the original work. Yeah. So, um, you know, like, I would definitely argue that uh, Baku is like... It's canon. It's, it's canon. It's canon. As it's, far as we're yeah, concerned, it's, it's, it's canon. Far, as far as we know, it's, it's canon. Yes. But, like, even though, like, they never do anything yeah and
1: and and headcanon too i think refers to a specific set of ideas that you have about how those characters interact different aspects of their relationship etc yeah. yeah and then a, and then a whole a whole world will build up around that that is sometimes referred to as fanon which is like fan exactly canon. so there you go
0: yeah canon and, and, and just just as a good like juxtaposition to, to Kiribaku baku like, obvi- like obviously like an actual canon ship would be like, you know, Deku and U- Uraraka, right? I don't think it because, is, like, though. Like I, okay. I don't
1: think. I wouldn't consider <laughs> okay. that. Maybe that that's fair, this is that's also fair. because I just like so strongly am a Toto Deku shipper. Of course. That no, I, I, I hear you. I am, I think I'm in denial. Here is um, a very controversial one sure. uh, that is definitely canon is uh, Lance and Alora in Netflix Voltron. Oh, okay. okay. Which okay. I... Was furious about, right, right, uh, right? And I feel like that's that's a good analogy sure. uh, to um, what we're going to be discussing today. In sure. A way.
0: <laughs> I guess. I guess for simplicity's sake, we'll, we'll just say that, like, you know, Usagi and Mamoru are like, you know, Usagi and Mamoru. Perfect. Right. They're they're canon. That is canon. Indisputably canon. Yes. 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 So. um... What uh, video game are we talking about today, Emma? Well, Chris,
1: uh, per your suggestion, <laughs> and I'm so excited to. Though I have played this series myself, yes. I'm, I'm so excited for you to impart your wisdom on me because you. you clearly have a real passion. Funny, because one of the opening songs was called "Passion." We are yes, talking thanks. about. I like. I like that Kingdom Hearts. Yes, as oh. a as a whole. <laughs>
0: oh, I have such. I have such a complicated relationship with this.
1: I, is franchise. it possible to have a simple relationship with Kingdom Hearts? I don't think it is.
0: Simple and clean is not the way. No. it makes me feel. Well, it's ever. like. <laughs>
1: um, did you ever watch? Uh, so cosmonaut Mark did yes. a video with his friend where she drunkenly explained Kingdom oh, Hearts.
0: It was it amazing. Is, it's
1: glorious. It was glorious. It's glorious. Glorious. So that
0: just <laughs> she was. She was like, yeah. So Sora goes up to Sora and Donald's like, yo, roll with me, bitches.
1: Yes. <laughs> But that, in a nutshell, mm. explains how convoluted this series is, to, to say the oh, least. Oh yeah, like ha-
0: halfway through the the producer, whoever's off camera, is like, "So how much do I actually know?" now? you're. Like, she's like, like nothing, like five, like five percent, John Snow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, let's get right into it. Yes. For if by some chance you don't know <laughs> you this series Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> But you you apparently don't know anything about like. Offshoot Disney stuff. Offshoot Disney. I mean, this is the ultimate offshoot Disney. Yeah, like, this was on TV, y'all. Like, this isn't new. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, Kingdom Hearts is basically an RPG from Square Enix. Uh, and they basically got permission from Disney, of all people, to let them use their IP. <laughs> so strange. I know. And, uh, yeah, it was released in March 2002. Uh, all right, it was released in March 2002 in Japan and not soon after in September 2002 for the rest of the world. But uh, there has been a Kingdom Hearts 1, 2, and 3. But anybody that's played the game even remotely will know God. that there have been multiple spin offs on a different console each goddamn time.
1: And and so many of the spin offs, too, they, they frame them in such a way where they're canon, but they're yeah. sort of not real. Yeah, like, it's it's
0: yeah. so complicated. Yeah, and and also I remember reading that like initially, um, the creator of the game Tetsuya Nomura, t- t- shout out to Tetsuya Nomura. He's, oh,
1: Tetsuya Nomura! He's a he's, uh, he's character designer extraordinaire.
0: He's yes, he's played a lot of uh, he's played a part in a lot of our childhoods. I'm yes, sure Yes, he
1: has.
0: Uh, and um, he. He initially did the spin-off thing because he wanted people who didn't have, you know, a main console to be able to play Kingdom Hearts, which I don't think makes any sense at all. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I will just go through them very quickly just to paint you a picture be- to let you guys know I'm <laughs> all not these exaggerating. Spin-offs. Um, so there's Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories on the Game Boy Advance. There's three hundred and eighty. Uh, there's three hundred fifty eight. Over two days on the DS. Still don't know what that number means to this day. I have no idea. Not explained in the game. Nope. Uh, There's Kingdom Hearts Coded on phones. Not as an app, but like back when phones were like in color, but like apps weren't a thing. Nope. (laughs) Um, There's Birth by Sleep on the PSP. There's Dream Drop Distance on the 3DS. And there is Kai in Japan or Unchained X. That's the re-release. That is an app game that's more recent. You can play it right now. And there is also 0.2 Birth by Sleep, a Fragmentary Passage. That came with a remastered package that i will talk about in a second um <laughs> uh i'm sure there uh i also remember there's like manga and obviously and uh probably a light novel somewhere in there i don't mm-hmm. can't confirm uh expanded versions or international versions much like you know many final fantasy games if you're familiar with those they were released in japan exclusively until they re-released them in a bundle uh in packages in preparation for KH three because they because it was only then they were like hmm we have a lot of story going yeah. on maybe we should consolidate all of it and sell it. Need
1: some context that happens in these games,
0: right? And so there is HD one point five oh remix. There is HD two point five <laughs> remix. No! there is two point eight final chapter it's prologue. It's too
1: much. <laughs>
0: and and too then, many spin-offs. I like I. Y- you're giving me like this vision of um when uh when Kate Blanchett was this is a deep cut mm. this, this is like when Kate Blanchett was uh was like about to die in the uh, Indiana Jones movie oh yeah and, and like the alien is giving her way too much yep. information too She's much like, info
1: no too more. much stop no that's exactly what I mean that is Kingdom Hearts in a nutshell oh boy I I can't even begin to explain to you what happens
0: in all of those right spinoffs that's- that's my job, technically. <laughs> Thank you. Do you like that transition there? I um, do. But...
1: Tell me tell me <laughs> about Kingdom Hearts. Okay. Please explain this story to me, because I've played these games, and I have tried, and I have no idea what's going on.
0: Yeah. Um. You're not alone. <laughs> uh, so we have three original characters to the series, yes. Sora, Kairi, and Riku, who live on Disney Islands and are looking to run away from home and to see the world, you know, very... Typical teenager adolescence. Yeah, line, this is line, I not guess. an original story <laughs> um, at this point. Right. <laughs> gets... I mean, it's original in its convolutedness. Right. Oh my. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So you know, Sora and Riku are kind of like shonen rivals in a way. Um. And before that, but before they're able to launch their dinky little raft, uh, the island gets consumed by darkness. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, because it
1: does. It starts off as very sort of. Quaint adventure story. These two boys are competing for the affection of the one girl, and they're like, Oh, let's build a raft and, like, and go never, on a journey. We never
0: see their parents ever. No, do
1: <laughs> I mean I know they have parents, yes. and like Kyrie's parents are referenced, yes. at least in Kingdom Hearts 2, when she's like back on Destiny Islands right. and going to school right. like a like a normal teen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they don't. Yeah, it's very strange. Um,
0: and yeah, so basically there are monsters that uh, are born from the darkness that represent darkness, agents of darkness. You could say that are called the heartless. There are other enemies, but we, for the sake of simplicity, we will not n- name them here.
1: Oh my god, because um, there's so many,
0: so many. Um, they literally invent one every game. Um, and kiss. Yes, they're called heartless, and they seek to basically they. They steal people's hearts, but, like, in this world, it's basically equated to, like, killing them.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, because, like, when you get your heart taken out of your body. It becomes a heartless. It becomes a heartless. Even though it's
0: called a heartless, it's weird. And you
1: die, but you can also come come back back if you have your heart put back in you. It's a little unclear. Yeah. But that's the
0: basic gist of it, I think. Something you have to understand is that Tetsuya Nomura is not here to like make sense. He's, He's here not. to make you feel things. He's here. Ka- he is here for feelings. Kind of like, kind of like Yoko Taro, except that Yoko Taro at least makes some semblance of sense. Sure, this
1: because <laughs> this is basically so Tetsuya Nomura worked on. I think Final Fantasy VI was the first Final Fantasy game that he worked yes. on, and then obviously he was very famously the character designer on Final Fantasy VII. Yes, and he had a hand in some of the story elements involved there, including and this is a rumor but I think it's true uh the decision to kill off uh, a certain main character yes, yes. Uh, about a third of the way through the game right <laughs> apparently was partially his idea mm. so he's definitely a man who's all about
0: those feels yes um and so basically Sora is that like in trouble you know using like normal weapons you can't hurt the heartless even though that also doesn't quite make sense yeah Um,
1: because other other... characters are able to hurt them with sort of normal weapons
0: yeah um maybe it's because they're from the square enix universe who knows (laughs) right totally Um,
1: if you if you are a final fantasy character the rules of this world don't apply to you
0: (laughs) (laughs) um so the only thing that can technically hurt the heartless at this moment is the keyblade which uh Sora just finds it amidst the chaos, like yeah. it, it just chooses. It manifests, him. yes. It, it literally well, manifests
1: because you find out in another game, right? That like in the past, right?
0: That someone like uh, has like blessed him with the power <laughs> yeah. to inherit the, the, the Keyblade key because you because in the first game you you're just like oh there's only like one Keyblade like you know it's that oh. like that's pretty simple. Oh
1: my sweet summer <laughs> child, how wrong you right. are
0: though. And then and then you know like you just learned that any. Any old person yeah, can get a keyblade. Basically, anyone can get a keyblade. Me and Emma have a keyblade. So I definitely have a keyblade. <laughs> That's correct. Um, <laughs> and um, so, keyblades are basically mysterious weapons that kind of represent like the heart, basically, um, and they can open and close any door. Which you know, well, key and and it's a blade. It's got right. multiple uses. Yeah, in, as represented,
1: in it's, its a multi-purpose
0: name. tool. Yeah, it's it's a Swiss Army knife. Yeah, if you will, it's a Swiss Army knife of JRPG weapons. Yeah. Um. So it like. It has the power to open and close not just any physical door, but it also has the power to open, like, meta doors, you know, like, doors to worlds. Yes, because, doors
1: to, to people's consciousnesses right, and
0: memories. Right, because in in this world, there's a type of, like, Star Trek-y p- prime directive type of idea that goes on where it's, like, worlds are technically not allowed to know about each other yeah. because it complicates things too much and, like, you know, um, the paths to these worlds are technically supposed to be closed. Right. So they can't communicate with one another um and uh but sometimes those rules have to be broken apparently uh i can make a whole episode about just the lore itself we would probably need like three or four or five episodes to be honest but um for simplicity's sakes that's (laughs) all we will say yeah Uh, and the gameplay is basically you know it's a standard hack and slash uh Mm -hmm. with light platforming elements to it but um you know you got your basic attack you got magic
1: and it's very zelda like in terms of its progression where You have one ability, and as you advance through the game, you learn more abilities, which are basically just different combinations of button pressing that
0: make you do different things with the keyblade. Right. Except, I will say that it's it's a little bit less cerebral than Zelda because definitely less cerebral than Zelda because these are not puzzle bosses at all.
1: No, these are not puzzle bosses, and again, by and large, because you are dealing with that disney ip even though the game does have very dark themes to it uh it's by and large pretty kid friendly
0: absolutely like uh i remember uh reading the esrb rating and it was saying that it's like cartoon violence which mm-hmm. is very accurate yeah you know, there's no blood it's like you know sparkles that come out when you hit <laughs>
1: yes exactly yeah that when the when the heartless die they do just kind of like burst into like right.
0: a puff of sparkly smoke right um and uh yeah, so let's get into the characters. Yeah,
1: Kingdom Hearts in a nutshell. What what ship are we talking about today? Oh yes, Chris.
0: I, I apologize for not mentioning this off the bat. Um so we're talking about Riku X Sora.
1: Yes. A classic. It truly is. It's probably the most popular Kingdom yeah. Hearts ship, if I if I had to guess. Like
0: you could call us basic for picking the ship.
1: It is. But, you know what? But also, like... You could call us basic, or you could be like, <laughs> you know what? That's some darn fine taste, and there's a reason it's so popular.
0: Yeah. Um. So, uh... Do, do you want to talk talk a little bit about Sora? Yeah, all right.
1: So, Sora is... Uh, Sora is just, like, a pure, precious boy. Oh, he's so uh pure. He's very uh, warm and adventurous. He is your happy-go-lucky... Uh, Eyes of the audience Protagonist Right Very Very typical uh, Shonen Aimed at a young audience Protag In my opinion Right
0: Filled uh, with determination. Filled,
1: oh, just so, so determined. <laughs> Nothing is going to get this boy down. Um, And he's very much a foil uh, to the character of Riku, who we'll get into in a minute, who is a little, he's got a little more of an edge to him than Sora does. We love a
0: boy with an edge. We love
1: a boy with an edge. Uh, creator and designer Tetsuya Nomura uh, went through a lot of iterations of this character. One sketch, he had a lion's tail and punk hairstyle. By the way, these characters look like their Final Fantasy characters. Yes. And and they very much fit into that Final Fantasy vibe because for whatever reason on Destiny Island a collection of characters from Final Fantasies 8 and 10 also live there. That's correct. And like go to school with these kids i guess or at least play like blitz ball on the beach with them and we don't really know what happens
0: after the island gets consumed really
1: really don't we just don't know uh yes uh but the staff told him uh with that original design that he looked too much like zidane from final fantasy 9 uh he also had a chainsaw at one point but disney was like no chainsaws which fair 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 fair. uh disney
0: Like a little bit too Bayonetta, a little too
1: Bayonetta and just a little too edge for Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Because how do you have a chainsaw and not bloody destruction? Right. Mm. Like Uh, Disney also wanted Donald Duck to be the like jumping off point. Like, I guess
0: he sorry, my notes are bad. Uh, They wanted Donald Duck to be the main character. Oh, they
1: wanted Donald (laughs) Duck. I'm sorry. I did not know this. Wikipedia oh my goodness uh yeah and then uh so Namura wanted Sora to look normal to signify that anyone can do great
0: things yeah so at least there's a reason to him being an everyman sure
1: again he's he's very much that we as the audience are seeing things by and large exclusively basically in the first game but then it gets complicated yes from Sora's perspective right uh he is the character that we are going on the journey with that we grow with so even though he's not a silent protagonist he is very much representative of the audience yes
0: so now i will go into talking about riku our sweet edgelord um <laughs> i mean you know his, he has he has an edge look he's like pointy hair like i mean those down yeah and he's, he's got
1: like, like, a- like sephiroth colored eyes
0: listen he's basically like a, a <laughs> sephiroth like, with short sephiroth. hair <laughs> So for Riku, he's the oldest of Sora, Kyrie, and Riku. Yeah, the, the main trio of kiddos. Yes. And he's kind of like the the big bro, technically. Yeah, even of the though group. they're
1: all basically the same age. Right.
0: And like he's also like pretty like swole for his age too. Yeah, he's very mature looking. Yeah. Um, and he represents I I kind of see him as representing teenage adolescents, you know. Like, like yeah. he's he's the one that like wants to go out and see the world the most. He's kind of tired of being stuck on this island and like he's he's the first one to be like okay sure like sure it's darkness but like I get to see the world so like yeah sure I'll do it no problem like that seems like a fair trade to me (laughs) exactly um and so when he was willing to utilize the darkness to fulfill his desire to explore the universe um this kind of led him to being manipulated, controlled by the main antagonists of the first game. Uh, he, he buddied, buddied up with uh, Maleficent real easily in the real first quick. game. Like, not a problem. Uh, Melissa, can we just take a second to appreciate that Maleficent was such an amazing oh, first, first Oh, yeah. Maleficent's a great
1: villain. Yeah. Maleficent's a great villain always, but like, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts, the original is some of her best work. Like, it was like,
0: <laughs> it was like amazing to be able to fight her mm-hmm. as, as a boss. It was amazing. Yeah,
1: it was super rad. And I mean, it makes perfect sense, too, because like a lot of JRPG bosses, she has multiple forms. It just, it was perfect.
0: It's perfect. Yeah. Um, And even after recovering after the entire first game from being controlled by the darkness. Yeah,
1: the first game, Riku is definitely an antagonist.
0: Right. I mean, he's yes. your
1: rival character, but he's very much in league with the villains in the first game. Right. Like,
0: like you said, you know, he's kind of meant to act as a foil to to sora because you know like it's it's re- this is minor spoilers it's fine because the it's game's fine old. the game's like old. like it's revealed that riku was even though it doesn't make sense okay anyways in the first game riku riku is like i was actually the the one that was chosen to wield the keyblade right and and literally insult like insulted sora by being like you were just the delivery boy uh and and donald and goofy were like Oh well, I guess we have to go with him now. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> which was super douchey of them. But anyways, uh, like I, Riku is kind of like you know what would happen if Sora did give into the darkness. I I feel like you know like like c- sure. because they're both very similar, like like they're both like mirrors. Well, they of each have other.
1: similar destinies. Because yes. Again, as we learn in like Birth by Sleep, yes. I think. Yes.
0: Exactly. Again, they yes. were
1: both sort of like blessed by other Keyblade users right. to
0: inherit. Right. So I don't really know what the whole delivery boy insult was for. Yeah. again, yeah.
1: Like, so Riku's not wrong, but he is wrong because Sora was also
0: chosen. It's right. And then like. Also, like the Keyblade abandons him because Riku's too evil. Like that's right. Like, that's he, weird. Yeah, his
1: heart's not pure enough to use the Key. It's... Even
0: though there are dark Keyblades. Like anyway, sorry. They didn't
1: really think it all the way through. I think when they made the first Kingdom
0: Hearts. Yeah. I. I if there's anybody who hasn't played this yet, I, I apologize. We're going on a what sounds like a lot of tangents right now, but like this is this is just this how this is convoluted, truly the game. This is just how convoluted the story is. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. He he continues he continuously struggles like until I would say like the the final third game Mm -hmm. Uh, you definitely see a a lot of that being a main storyline in uh, Chain of Memories um, where he kind of fights with phantoms of ansem the final boss from number one and he becomes like you know a pretty serious dude you know again
1: but that's only one of the ansems right Chris. <laughs>
0: there's just right again,
1: you guys we're only scratching the surface of how complicated this game right is. It's, we're,
0: we're like that inspirational um like iceberg poster yes. where it's like a little bit t- a little bit of the tip and then like beneath inside the ocean it's like 10 times as big of an iceberg so much so much iceberg um so he he, at first you know like he needs to use the darkness to kind of defend himself and that's kind of like what he knows how to use but it kind of backfires on him sometimes but he eventually learns to use the darkness without any drawbacks thankfully um which makes him a very you know much a very cool character we love a reformed
1: yeah I love I love a reformed bad boy and I also like Rico as a character because of the fact that when he's sort of redeemed it's not that he is rejecting the darkness because the darkness is in him it's not going anywhere right but he's learning how to use the darkness for good exactly basically right there's in kingdom hearts 3 There there is a little bit of a, a parallel bit where it's in the frozen uh world because you know, if, if you don't know, basically within Kingdom Hearts, you're jumping between all these different worlds, and they're all different Disney movies. The worlds are Disney
0: films, right? One of one of the, the appeals of the game that I think appealed to a lot of us was was that like you you were basically like an a side car- you could basically act as a side character to like
1: yeah the, the Disney
0: movies progressing like 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 you were helping Alice as she was going through her her trial in front of the Queen of Hearts totally you, you were helping um Tarzan uh get rid of uh clay what what's his, what's the hunting yeah yeah clay uh you were you know saving the gorillas mm-hmm. you with, were with Tarzan. helping uh ariel fight off giant ursula listen fighting with ariel was fucking rad it was I...
1: amazing and that boss fight I remember was the first time in the first Kingdom Hearts that I really struggled.
0: Yeah. That boss fight was hard. I, I I I love the idea of turning Ariel into a, a warrior. Oh my God. Yes. But yeah
1: so in the in the frozen part of Kingdom Hearts three there there's a conversation that Sora has with Anna where Anna's kind of talking about how Elsa shut her out and like the darkness and Elsa and and so Sora sees sort of a parallel with his relationship with Riku in that it, Riku was like afraid to hurt others in the way that Elsa was afraid to hurt others with his power and his darkness and so he shut off and isolated himself and became bad because of it but when he realized that that darkness was a power that could be used, however he wanted to, that he became a better person. Right.
0: Yeah, I thought that was really sweet. Yeah. Yeah, that was sweet. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah, and and as to that point, like, uh, I really liked Riku's arc, where like you know. You can see Riku like reacclimating to like having friends and like being around people yeah. and not being afraid to hurt them, mm-hmm. which I think is very sweet. Yeah, um, that's actually something I haven't thought about uh, until writing this, so that's great. Um, so uh, why would people ship these two? Do you want me to go into this, or do you? Yeah, want- you
1: just let's let's just get into it. You okay. start off, and we'll just we'll deep dive because, as I was mentioning a ship at the top of the episode that yes. I felt. Was very uh, forced at yeah. the end of the... Well, right at the beginning, actually, of mm-hmm. the final season of Netflix Voltron. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way about oh. what's technically the canonical ship Okay. in this. Yeah. Which, I have a
0: lot of feelings about this. Which is
1: Sora and Kairi. Yes. And it's like, arguably, that's the canonical ship. Yes. Because... There's the whole bit at the end of Kingdom Hearts three where she like gets sad and goes into a deep sleep so that Ansem the Wise can try to like search her memories to draw Sora out of them. It's it's very strange, right. but they don't interact at all in Kingdom Hearts three.
0: Not that much because Kyrie's busy being trained with Lee. Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, it's it it's okay. So. Let's just go into let's it. Let's go in. Let's get it. Okay. This. So um yeah, if you want to chime in at any point, please let me know mm-hmm. because like I'm going to I'm going to dive right in because I'm going to be get heated. Okay, I'm so ready for okay. this. Lay it on me. So canonically canonically point back to our word of the day. Um the romance is canonically between Kyrie and Sora, right? Because in the beginning of the game they're, you know, as you said, Sora and Riku are fighting for her affection basically. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's this whole thing about like, Oh, I shared who's going to share pow-pun a pow-pun fruit. with her yeah. too. And whose fates are going to be intertwined with her first. Yes. Um, and, uh, and you know, there's also the ending of kingdom hearts one where, you know, they hold hands and then you, there's that really sweet where they let go because, you know, the two pieces of land are, are reforming around them and they're going farther apart. And then yeah. they can't see each other anymore because, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> And the <laughs> Because and then, Kingdom Hearts. Right. And <laughs> you know, because Utada's busy singing, that's also very yes. important. Um uh, and and you know, like it's supposed it kind of starts off as this, you know, epic journey to like where Sora is determined to like where they trust each other to find each other again.
1: Yeah. And I mean, at the end of kingdom hearts one too, there is that bit. Isn't it? I think it's a kingdom hearts one where, where Kairi, like there's the drawing of the, with the right. papu fruit. Right. And she like adds to it. Right. So, where, that, so they're
0: both, they're both sharing. holding
1: and sharing it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Right. So that's definitely pushing it. Too. Yeah. Because
1: there's this lore in kingdom hearts that basically it's like, if you and another person share a papu fruit, then your like destinies are forever
0: linked. Right. Um, not necessarily romantically i guess right. but i guess maybe romantically I guess romantically I, I, I don't know yeah i don't know um so uh and then like they literally don't see each other for like years because you know a chain of memories happens mm-hmm. and then Kyrie forgets who sora is yeah. in kingdom hearts 2 she does it's not that long ago there are plenty of friends that I haven't seen in two years that I remember yeah
1: but I mean again but the thing is is that Namine was right, like right that's fair manipulating her memories and she was like taking right away her memories of Sora What she was doing to Riku as right.
0: well right that's, that's true I did not think of that and, and obviously like you know there's there's this whole
1: but Riku doesn't totally forget Sora right <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like maybe that's Granted, affected like, Riku's because they're like, both in Castle. Like, yeah, exactly. He's more in, directly involved in what's going on. No, you're right.
0: Like I, I didn't think of that. You're right because there is there's, there's this whole theory where like you know our memories are also linked to each other the same way that our hearts are, and so possibly like when Sora's memories of Kyrie are wiped and replaced with Nominee, that Kyrie also might forget for, of Sora possibly. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. So, so you know. Anyways, Kyrie forgets about Sora, and um, only remembers after like establishing a weird link with Roxas uh, and they reunite only at the end of Kingdom Hearts 2. Yes. And then they barely interact with each other because Sora and Rico are busy uh, taking the exam of mas- of keyblade mastery Yeah, uh, during uh, Dream Drop Distance. And and then Kyrie is busy training to become... A makeshift Keyblade Master, apparently, in the separate realm that Merlin creates from uh, Sword in the Stone. Yes. Yeah. Yensid. Sid. Uh, uh, yes. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Not Merlin. Yensid, Thank you. I mean,
1: he, he is like the Merlin of... Uh, right. Uh, Yen Sid's like the Merlin of um, Sorcerer's Apprentice. Right. Yeah.
0: Uh, and uh, and so Kyrie basically spends more time with Liv and Sora... Over the course of Kingdom Hearts three,
1: yeah,
0: and then it's only like at the end of Kingdom Hearts three that Sora's like, "Oh my God, poor Kyrie! Something happens to her. I'm not. Gonna yeah, s- I won't spoil that. I but- just
1: feel like there's there's not even a lot of mention of Kyrie. It really, just in it just Parts feels III. very
0: uh, shoehorn away. I'll get that. In t- I'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. Um. So. I just feel like there's so much more interaction between Riku and Sora because they are... I
1: agree. Because
0: they're much more prominent in the story, unfortunately. Yes. Um, uh,
1: yeah, Kyrie just doesn't get a whole lot to do, Yeah, I feel like. I mean, she does in Kingdom Hearts 2, but it's not directly related to interacting with Sora. Yes. So... Again, I feel like the story is so much more about the connection between Sora and Riku. Exactly. I, I mean, right from the start, this this is, again, a very predictable ship because whenever you have, you put two boys in a story and they,
0: they rivals with each other. And there's one girl.
1: They, there's going to be, there are going to be girls out there that want those boys to kiss each other. Yes. Instead of the girl. Fair,
0: fair. Yes, yes. <laughs> yep. Yes, uh, very fair. But yeah, um, but I also feel like you know you you just see them like growing closer to each yeah, other, just more. And so
1: much of the story too is about Sora getting through to Riku. If anything, it's it's not canonical, but I feel like it's canon adjacent. Yes, that Riku at least is in love with Sora. Whether Sora reciprocates his feelings or not, he certainly feels great affection for him. Possibly not romantic, yes. but I, I do think that the way it's framed that that Riku is in love with Sora. Yes,
0: I have a very specific scene I will talk oh, about. Oh, okay, I, will, I can't uh, wait. I, I will talk about this um, to help elevate your point. Thank you. So, you know, they can actually support each other since they can actually wield a keyblade first. And, you know, there's also a really beautiful, like, team attack that they can do in... Um, uh, dream drop distance um you know they also represent light and dark yin and yang that also helps a lot uh and um most importantly there is a scene in kingdom hearts 2 that i the feel the best one yeah by the way yeah. i think kingdom hearts 2 yes the best one that i feel like basically made this canon <laughs> right because
1: go on yes so
0: okay so it's near the end of the game they're uh-huh. about to Fight the final boss! Oh, and like, I know exactly
1: the scene we're right, talking about. Please continue. Right,
0: and and we have like this really uh, lovely and emotional reunion between all three Sora, Kyrie, and Riku, and like you know, Kyrie and and Sora, you know, like they face each other first, and it's pretty like dry, you know. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty like oh, it's so great to see yeah. you again. I'm so glad you're and then alive, like, and we remember and each like, other, and then like a hug that like Sora does, like is, like... It's an awkward hug. (laughs) Like, Sora embraces her later.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: after, like, being surprised for some reason. I don't know why that is, because they're supposed to, like, be really happy to see each other. Yeah,
1: and there's the whole bit, too, where, like... They see each other, and then like Roxas and Nominee also right. see each other, and there's the parallel with them, and they're nobodies. And right. yeah, it's again Kingdom Hearts. And <laughs> honestly,
0: I would argue that Nominee and Roxas have more chemistry than Sword and, and Kyrie. Yeah, kind of not really. I, no, not I, really. really. I, don't, I don't know.
1: I got other Roxas ships, so okay. you know,
0: <laughs> fair, totally. Yeah, yeah. We should talk about that too <laughs> for another episode. So, <laughs> so yeah, so like there's just like a very like a hug that happens. Kyrie is obvious. It's for some reason more excited to see Sora than Sora is to see Kairi for some reason. I don't know why there's like a look of surprise. Uh, it's so strange. Then, right. And so then uh, Riku, he's in like a different form because of like this whole darkness thing. I'm not going to go into it. But like he looks like he looks like Ansem to control the darkness better. It, it's dumb. Yeah. But, but, but uh, he's not Ansem. Right? right. And And, you know, Sora... Because he's a dense sweet boy, he doesn't he doesn't realize that that's Riku. Yes, and then Kyrie almost almost plays like a wingman role now. Yeah, yeah, is, is, yeah. Like, is like no, like that's that's Riku. That's don't you, Riku. Don't Can't you, re- you see? Don't you recognize yeah. him? And then you know she does that very anime thing where like she puts their hands on each, which is also very sweet. Oh, yes, and and is like close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> so anime, <laughs> right? And then and then like. You know you you see like you know the form of anthem like fade fade into riku really quick like flicker into riku really quickly and then like sora just like opens his eyes and like he just starts sobbing and he's like on his knees being like oh my god it's riku like I, like yes like where were i looked everywhere for you i looked for you i'm 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 actually getting like kind of emotional uh, you are about it. i
1: can can if you can't hear it in chris's <laughs> voice which you can but i see it in his face he is on the verge uh, of tears. There is sweat happening. <laughs> it's a beautiful
0: moment. Yeah. Um. Uh. And like, like Sora is like sobbing. And like, I think a lot of the Kingdom Hearts community w- was like, huh, that's,
1: that's a, that's a much bigger this reaction. This an emotional reunion. To like uh, much more re- emotional than the re- reunion with Kyrie. Yeah, I guess the only thing that you could sort of argue is that he didn't, think that Kyrie was lost or in peril and riku he did right no was lost and in peril but i mean again that is a weak argument right i'm like- firmly on the side yeah. of he's way more invested like in being reunited with riku than with kairi like
0: it, it's literally been years yeah like th- they should all be crying seeing each other yeah but sora was not mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, um, also
1: in that and also in that same sort of moment not long after that is when they have that boss fight where riku like takes a blow for uh, sora
0: Ugh. oh that was so hot That's <laughs> so good um yeah so I was also going to mention that too mm-hmm. at the, at the end of kingdom hearts too, like after they defeat the final boss, yeah. they kind of, they, they kind of essentially die because they're in the realm of darkness for some reason. Yeah. And, and, you know, like Riku is still injured from, from taking a blow for Sora. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Sora is, you know, they have their arms on each other. Sora has kind of like got his, got his hands on, on his belt, even though it kind of looks like it's on his butt, which is great. And, yeah. and like, you know, it's really sweet because, like, they're both opening up to each other because, like, I think they're in, like, this dire situation and they're both, like, you know, I, you know, talking about how there were rivals and they were, like, you know, I thought, like, I really wanted to be better than you. Yeah. I wanted to be better than you. Um, and both of them kind of almost not even they don't even say it, but they acknowledge that, like, they want they wanted that because they liked each other. Hmm. In ho- however you, way you want to interpret it, however
1: like, way you want to interpret but it, but we're
0: interpreting it in a very certain way. Yes. So, um.
1: And again, we are are very much uh in favor of the ship. Yes. So we are we are seeing it with shipping goggles, <laughs> yes. if you will, rose
0: colored glasses <laughs> yes. for sure. Yes. Um, heart shaped glasses, heart shaped ones for sure. Um, and also like there's this really romantic line at the at the end when you know when they're in the realm of darkness, they're on that shore and. They don't really know like how the hell they're going to get out. Like, I think they've actually kind of resigned themselves to the fact that, okay, no one's probably going to come for us. Like, it's okay. Like, yeah, we're just going to live our lives
1: here. Yeah. Like we, like we
0: fine. Yeah. Like we, like we did the thing. We did it. Great job. And, and Riku had this amazing line that I has sat with me to this day for years where Riku basically says something to the effect of like, if, if there's going to be a realm of light and a realm of darkness, then we'll be the darkness. We referring to those, like, us two. Yes. Like, what? Come on.
1: As I say, I-, I believe strongly that canonically, at least, Riku is in love with Sora. Whether Sora reciprocates or not, that's a little cloudy. But in my opinion, Riku's in love with Sora.
0: Yes. <laughs> um. It also doesn't help the fact that, I mean, it helps our case, but it, it doesn't help the fact that, you know... um you get to play both of their storylines in Chain of Memories and you kind of see, like, them being interconnected yeah, with each two other. Yeah, the um, And they're literally, like, in each other's dreams in Dream Drop Distance. Like, Riku yeah. is ready to sacrifice himself to save Sora from being taken by darkness. Mm-hmm. Which is very romantic. Um, and also, like, this is more of, like, a failure on the writer's part. A criticism of the writer's part. Yes. I'm sorry. Um, this is more of a criticism on the writer's part, but... Kyrie is just not featured a lot.
1: No, she's not. And she just doesn't have a lot of personality.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that definitely doesn't help with the ship. Like in, in KH3, like it just feels kind of shoehorned in in a weird way, mm-hmm. which is.
1: I would have really liked a, a story about Kyrie also being a Keyblade wielder. Yeah. You know, if, if we had really leaned into that storyline and she'd come out as being, uh, uh like, crucial to the success. And she actually is, like, a transcendent, like, the best Keyblade wielder. That would be really interesting. Yeah. But that's not...
0: Yeah, it, like, I, I was really excited for her, actually, because I remember, I think a lot of us, we were excited when we saw, I think it was in Dream Drop Distance, where where it was revealed that she was going to train to become a Keyblade wielder. Yeah. That we, we were all like, oh, this is so cool, because, like, she's a princess of heart, and she'll get to use, use a Keyblade. Yeah. That, I, that's super cool. But it really wasn't used very well. And no. also, like, she was still captured, so clearly, like, that training didn't work out for her. Totally. Um,
1: she gets captured a lot.
0: Yeah. Like... Um, I would
1: say more than is actually plausible, but there is reasons it's, that she's getting kidnapped. It's like,
0: it's like tuxedo Max level. <laughs> Except of being tuxedo captured.
1: mask, there's no no benefit to kidnapping. <laughs> Whereas Kyrie, at least, right. story wise, there is a benefit to kidnapping right. her. No,
0: no, you're right. <laughs> tuxedo mask is just like a bargaining chip <laughs> yeah. to fuck with Usagi. Yep. Um, right. So, so, like, you know, there's a moment where something very bad happens to Kyrie in uh, Kingdom Hearts three, and Sora is like, you know in tears and like he kind of like goes into rage mode and like basically plays into the enemy's hands basically Mm -hmm. and and then like at the end uh sora like basically sacrifices himself like his it 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 almost feels like he's sacrificing like almost everything that he is to help like kairi come back from whatever happened to her and like it just felt so like it just felt like an unearned moment sure
1: Sure, other than we established in the first game that these characters have been friends for a long time and are maybe
0: in love with each other. Right. Yeah, but, I but, agree. Yeah, it, it just felt like very cheap. It was
1: like, oh, here's the main character, Sora, and here is the main girl that we introduced. So obviously, they are together.
0: Right. I Okay, so we can cut this if you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I feel like having uh, like a, a canonical ship like that That's mm. that cheap feeling It can't be Like Entirely in, unintentional Or by accident I don't know Because like I, Yeah I, I genuinely wonder If Namora is pushing for A Sora Riku thing It's just that they- Well
1: um, I mean that's an interesting point That you bring up Because I, I was doing some research Obviously on this as well And I did read uh That Nomura has uh kind of alluded to the fact that passion, which is the opening of Kingdom mm. Hearts two, is about Sora and Riku oh,
0: that's right so
1: you know you know I, there, I think there might be a slight queer agenda here and again that yeah. that is just us I think so
0: hypothesizing you know this is all just speculation you know like yeah, I'm like total I'm, speculation right like I'm not like I think I mean, I can speak for Emma, too, when I say that, like, we're not a fan of like speculating someone's sexuality or whatever. Oh, no,
1: absolutely not. um, We're just saying that, you know, you're if you feel that there are queer undertones to this game, you are not alone. Right. Like. Yeah, it's not
0: it's it. We're not reaching here. No, 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 no. Definitely not. Yes. So Emma. Yes. After some deliberation, what, mm. what have we decided would be Riku and Sora's um ship dynamic archetype?
1: Well, obviously your your sort of base one is rivals because yes. they have this friendly rivalry going on from the right. time that they're little, but it's it they fit into a few archetypes, I feel. Um uh certainly uh you got a little bit of a ray of sunshine and an ex bad boy.
0: Uh, I mean literally Sunshine, light, Sora. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Literally. Yep. Yep. It's quite literal. Yep.
1: And then Riku is the darkness, but learns to use the the darkness for good. Yep. Ex-bad boy. Um, But again, there there is a little bit too, I think, of the sort of idiot and idiot in progress as well, because Sora's kind of dumb and sweet. Yeah. He has a good influence on
0: Riku. Like, like, idiot in
1: this case is a compliment.
0: Yeah. Like, he's like the only one that makes Riku laugh.
1: Mm -hmm. Like,
0: I remember it was like at the, again, like after their very emotional reunion in Kingdom yeah. Hearts 2 that like you see Riku laugh for the first time since they were abducted from Destiny's Island. Yeah. Well,
1: and even too, I feel like Riku at some point when he first interacts with Donald and Goofy even makes a comment about how Sora makes dumb friends or it's, right. it's
0: not that harsh, but it's something like that. Right, right. So yeah, yeah. Oh Kingdom Hearts. Right. And like uh I also put down like crime fighting duo but but like that that's only in like maybe that's only applicable in like again <laughs> after uh the final boss in Kingdom Hearts 2 when they're both like, you know, oh, I'm injured and I'm sacrificing myself for you. I'm not leaving you. That that's the vibe that I got.
1: Yeah, I think that's just sort of an element of it. But but my what I would settle on uh for sure my number one archetype for them, I would say, is Ray of Sunshine and X Bad Boy.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, shall we get into some uh, dojinshi uh, oh featuring this this pairing? Now,
0: Chris oh picks these
1: out, uh, and yes. it was quite a range uh, in terms of stuff that was explicit versus not so explicit. Um, let's see. Yes, we have. Oh. I
0: we have works from. Esto S size R S and karasuma Pink. hmm And yes, yeah, some of them are very spicy. Some of some them, them are very, are just very spicy. Sweet. Some of them yes. are just sweet.
1: I actually have to tell you that I really liked the one from the um Dojinji circle S Size. Uh, which the the plot of it is is basically yeah, that, that uh that that uh Riku gets told as a child by his mom who's in this douche but she's wearing like a tiger which is so funny it's so funny yeah you don't see her face um and uh or some sort of animal mask basically and they're watching tv and he's commenting on how much kissing there is in the show that they're watching because it's like a romance and she tells him oh you know the first person that you kiss you have to marry them which of course isn't true and I don't think that we're meant to take it that she believes it's true so much as she's teasing her son who really takes it to heart and is like well I need to kiss somebody that I really care about then because I don't want to end up with I know I'm going to make a mistake when I'm older I'm going to do something stupid and then I'm going to end up with someone awful so cute and so he basically (laughs) seeks out Sora and is like we need to kiss because I'm going to do something dumb and also I don't want you to ever end up with anybody else. Ugh. Uh. But then it goes on to Sora doesn't remember that this happened. I'm, I'm a real sucker for like sweet childhood promises. <laughs> <laughs> real sucker for it. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, it's.
0: I mean, that's my favorite part. Like I, I was hesitant to, no, I wasn't hesitant to include this. I, 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 I was like, Emma, I'm sorry, this doesn't have like a lot of like smut to it, but, like, this is really sweet. and like, I think we should talk about it because it's so like it's, it it, it, was so it gets it gets me. I it got really me.
1: loved it. And also, um, like the
0: art's great. oh
1: my God. The art is fantastic in this. So, yeah, highly highly recommend uh manga or a uh, uh, doujinshi circle s size. they got
0: they do good work, right? Also, just just as a quick chime in, like, it's like three time jumps, which is like, extra good it's not just like one time jump it's like three it's three
1: yeah and it's so cute because basically at the end they end up kissing again and there's a whole bit in the second time jump where Riku's telling Sora well I already had my first kiss and Sora's like oh who was your first kiss I really want you to tell me and Riku won't, <sighs> it's, it, this, this, oh, so was so adorable. It was so on brand. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. And again, like, yeah, we are definitely looking to talk about stuff of the spicier variety, but there's a lot of really sweet stuff too. Uh,
0: yeah. It's I, so, uh, something that I didn't realize until we started doing mm-hmm. this is that, you know, like, like when it comes to like smut, like there really isn't that much to talk about besides like, I don't know the how it starts and the positions that yeah, they take afterwards.
1: Well, because, because the thing is, is most of the time in the smutty Dojinchi there's not a whole lot of plot. I'm sure that's a yeah. a, a, a fandom term we'll cover in a later episode, right. but uh but yeah, they're they're thin on plot.
0: Right. Uh, we will, we, we will get, get to one of, yeah, let's get,
1: let's talk let's about, talk about one, some, of them, though. some of
0: the sexy ones. Uh, uh, real quickly, before we get into the sexy ones, though, mm-hmm. I also did want to do a shout out to the RS one, too, because that was actually my favorite non-smutty one. Because, because, like, I just think it was so sweet of, like, imagining a world where, like, they actually get to go back to school.
1: Oh, yeah, that one was cute. It was a little bit of an alternate universe. Right, it was very alternate universe.
0: And, like, I also liked that there was, like, a bit of darkness to it, because like because, like, Sora was basically being bullied for being gay. In the school,
1: know. oh my god, it was so cute, and yeah, and he didn't want Riku to touch him like publicly, so we put a ban on them touching one another. Uh, and then he can't—he hates not being touched more than he hates being embarrassed. Listen, I,
0: I, I, I hear where they're coming oh, from. It was my,
1: really cute. My love
0: language is physical touch, so mm. um, mine and,
1: is acts of service. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. that's well, that's what I like. Yes, people to. To do unto me, right,
0: um, and and like, uh, there's also this really, uh, it, it it just it's a very good like you know representation of like light versus darkness because like, Sora is very much kind of like almost like a messiah figure where, where, where he's like yeah like I save the world and and so like it like, I like I kind of love everybody and yeah. like it, it's it's okay if people like don't think well of me because like at least they're not dead yeah <laughs> and then and and then Riku was like okay well you know I'm dark. Like, I'm darkness, and so, like, I'm going to threaten the shit out of these bullies. Yeah. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to th- basically tell them, imply to them that I will vaporize you. Yeah. With, with my dark aura. Yeah. If you fuck with my boyfriend. Yeah, That's amazing.
1: Yeah, I think that R- RS is part of that same sort of, like, collection of doujinshi writers as one from S.I.'s. Like, yeah. RS is also tagged in that. So, I think right. they're just different artists that are part of the same doujinshi
0: circle. Right. So, yeah. So, let's get into... Uh, a can, sexy can, one yeah. So which one do you want to talk about? Because I would like to talk about Miten. No, if that's okay.
1: okay with you. Go ahead. Tell me
0: <laughs> <sighs> Okay. So <laughs> we start on the shore of Destiny Island. And and you know, like, you know, why why bother like, you know, coming up with an original scenario when like you have like a basically a tropical beach where, yeah. you know, two men should be shirtless sure um you don't need to explain why they're
1: not wearing a shirt yeah you know, just,
0: that just checks out they're swimming in the ocean and like i have to say like shouts out to Kurisama pink for for like being able to draw like some good ass bods, some good ass abs oh yeah <laughs> and other body parts it's real nice <laughs> um and and like what i like is that there actually is a, like a bit of a storyline in the beginning, right? Because because Sora is basically, like, kind of insecure about his body, and he's like, yeah. like I'm, I'm not as swole as Riku, and I would like to be. Few teens are, Sora. Don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then Riku is is basically like, you know, I, I like you the way that you are, and Riku kind of, like, starts to, like, lean in to plant one on Sora, and then Sora kind of freaks out a little bit and smacks him in the face. Yeah, which is you know very anime but very cute. Very anime, and then Sora basically talks about how he had a, a dream about where they did it.
1: Yeah, and yep. then
0: they do it in real life, basically, yeah, yep. out, outdoors. Which I
1: think I read it. I think I read another, uh, uh, doujinshi from this circle. Yeah, that was Sora's dream yes. of them hooking up. But- <laughs> Yeah. And then this is, like, the sequel to that where they actually hook up. Right, right, right. You're right. You're, yeah. right. you're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, man. You know,
0: I'm, I'm personally, like, a very big fan of uh, smut where, like, you have... You do it in places where you're not supposed to be.
1: Oh. Or, or like, you know... Yeah, that yeah. You might get I get that. Seen. Or you might get caught. Yeah. Yeah. Totally.
0: Um, and, yeah, so they're, they're, like, on the sand, which don't ever actually don't do it on ever
1: s- have sex on the beach it is not a good idea sand will get in places that yeah. you'll not be able to get it out of yeah. and it's it's horrible like
0: and don't don't come at us being like oh you you speaking from experience no no we just we just <laughs> we just take other people's good yes. advice yes <laughs> like i i am not i am not brave enough to be an exhibitionist Mm-mm. in that way no Mm-mm. um
1: no well and again I, and and it's something that'll come up multiple times I think on this podcast is just because you enjoy something in the adult yes. content that yes. you are consuming it doesn't mean that you specifically want that in your real life right. there's there's like a an underlying psychological aspect to it
0: yeah 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 um like a very fun like secondhand enjoyment that we get from mm-hmm. seeing other people do stuff that we would not do
1: yeah yeah, it's like why we like stories about villains and unlikable characters, and why things like serial killers fascinate us. Because yeah. we go, I oh
0: my god, how could anybody ever be such a monster? Right. It's, it's it can be voyeuristic yeah. definitely. Um, yeah. So basically, yeah, stuff happens. Riku's being Riku's being dom for this one. Very
1: dommy in this. Yeah. Um,
0: it's but like, great. Sora's
1: not. It's not. It's very consensual. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: It's, it's certainly consensual. It's just very new to him. Yes. He's very new to it, which, you know, is a very common trope in smut Jojins.
1: Yeah. Well, and I mean, in the other one we're talking about too, it's yes. like Riku is trying to pretend like he is uh, experienced. So, so cute. But he's not. Oh, uh,
0: it's so cute. Um, Yeah. And and also uh, at the end of this beast Jojin that we're talking about, it's actually is almost kind of parallel to the, uh, like time skip. No, oh, I
1: know. Yeah, because they show a flashback. Yeah, because they
0: show a really cute flashback, like after they're finished doing it, <laughs> and and where you know Sora's like casual, you know, just casually, because he's really young and a baby. He's just like, I I love you, Riku. And then, uh, Riku's like intensely being like, I love you too. I
1: know. Uh,
0: it's, yeah. so it's so good. So good.
1: Yeah, it's good. There's it's porn with feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Which is one of my favorite varieties. Yes. Um, yeah, but then the other one, uh, which is from the doujinshi circle, uh, which is called Esto, um, or Esto, I think, is the artist, uh, and it's they're part of uh, Nino Motoko is probably the Dojinshi circle again there's like individual artists within the Dojin circles right um but yeah so this one again like we said there there is a level of basically i mean this has no plot at all nope no they're plot. just getting right into it yep. riku is basically like hey let's do this and sora's like um i don't know this this is sort of aggressive but i don't hate it uh And I don't know what I'm doing. And Riku's like, don't worry. I totally know what I'm doing. But then, like we mentioned before, at the end, it comes out that he didn't know what he was doing at all. And they were both just sweet and experienced young boys going into this. Um, Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It is worth noting uh, that unlike the beach one we talked about, the roles are switched in this. Yes. (laughs) I
0: I think we're going to get into this a lot when we talk about ships. Is that like, you know how interesting it can be to, to think about, like, who would be the uke and who would be the seme. Yeah, in, which in we'll this, cover on a, which a cover later, later episode exactly what right. those terms who's, mean. Who's the dom and who's who's the sub, technically, even though, like, we don't... That, that, that term in itself is kind of limiting, also. Yeah, it
1: is kind of limiting. And it's also, I feel like, even in your sort of yaoi stuff, um, it's even becoming more fluid. Right, So yes. that your characters that are in sort of that... Okay, like submissive role aren't necessarily super
0: submissive. Right. But I I, I think it's really, I, I really like it because um, I think it in a way reminds me of the conversation that we might have had in episode zero where we're talking about how like this in a way is also maybe like a secondhand form of just dis- of exploring your desire and sexuality. Oh, sure. A way, right? Totally. Of, of thinking about like, oh, well, like what, what, like this character, you wouldn't think normally as being like a submissive person. But sure. Like, but, but maybe, maybe they secretly are. And like, what yeah. would that look like?
1: Yeah. That's the, that whole idea of like, oh, these characters are layered. And it's like, even if I am somebody that presents as very, uh very type A, very dominant in my day to day life, like, maybe there is an element of I I do kind of want somebody else to like take control and I oh, want yeah. to not be in control and that's actually very sexy to me right
0: yeah, yeah. also like again the art is like amazing it's in this so one.
1: cute like the- I know that's weird to say because they're definitely having sex but the art's very cute yes
0: <laughs>
1: uh yeah it's just very well drawn yeah so yeah that's uh that's some good stuff. Good
0: picks, Sh- Chris. Thank you. Shout out to this Dojin Circle.
1: Yeah. I, I read another one from this Dojin Circle as well. There's uh, found one. Kingdom Hearts uh, Dojin. Pretty easy to come by because the series has been out for a while. Right. So there's been multiple comic at this point right. you where know, people would have been selling Kingdom Hearts Dojin, which is why it's harder to find stuff for newer series because, as we mentioned on episode zero, again, Dojinshi is largely distributed through these kind of dojinshi conventions right so. all right so shall we uh uh rate this ship chris okay i feel like i oh, know boy. your answer uh, I, right. i'm struggling i'm I, okay as far as yeah. canon goes um i would say this is like this is like an eight out of ten okay okay I think, okay canonically okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, because again i think Technically, the more canonical ship is Kairi and Sora. Of course. But there's so much of a... there's so many receipts, basically, yeah. to make an yeah. argument for this ship being canon. And as discussed when we were going over all of the uh, finer points and details of the series, I do really believe that that Riku is written in such a way that he is meant to be in love with Sora because outside of their conversation at the very beginning of Kingdom Hearts where they seem to be fighting over Kyrie, that storyline gets dropped very fast. Right. And Riku's main focus in terms of other characters is very much on Sora.
0: Right. Yeah, so, um, I would say that this is like a nine, I would almost <laughs> say, I would almost say like a nine, 9.5 for, okay. for, for how canonical okay. this is because right. like, it just feels like it's like literally like just quite there. Yeah. like Because, um,
1: well, especially because they don't definitively have like Kyrie and Sora kiss right. or anything or or get married to one another. I mean, they're like 15, so that would be insane. But they're not like boyfriend, girlfriend. Right. So, like, yeah. Like,
0: I, I'm i saying my whole thing is that I don't think this is wishful thinking here at all. No, I don't think so either. Like, I don't think like so. it's literally like just there, except for the fact that it's Disney and Square. Probably sure. like, yeah, like. I feel like it's ba- it's basically there. Yeah, like the same way that Kiribaku is like basically there, basically there. Except you don't ever see them touch. Yeah, and it's also
1: a in anime, so right. probably there won't be any canonical couples unless they pull a, a toe and do like a time jump. Oh boy, and we follow the the uh, <laughs> the heroes kids. <laughs>
0: Kiri and Baka go find like a, a surrogate mom. Yeah, they to get it. like a,
1: they adopt a baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only oh, way we get I confirmed. That, would, would, like be, a that firm. would be so sweet. I know it'd be so cute. Uh.
0: Um, uh, yeah, and like, okay, yeah. Personal rating is is, is, is a ten. Like, ten out of like, ten. Like, like this is kind of like this is your Kingdom Hearts OTP. Like this is basic. Yeah, this is. I mean, it, it it's not hard to no, make it my OTP. No, like I don't want to claim any originality about this, but definitely. No, 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 no. Because because like this is kind of like like. I kind of classify this as, like, my first... I personally feel like when I was playing this as a kid, like, I could already, like, get a vibe from those two. Yeah. Like I got something from those two that I wasn't... I never got from, you know, any other JRPG that I played before, you know, like, Final Fantasy X or whatever. Like, right. You know, like, Tetris wasn't checking out for anybody.
1: No. Nah, there, there was no... There was no uh,
0: there was no subtext at all. Uh-uh. Um... Like I, I remember, like I did get like some type of feel from it. I just didn't know what it was. Yeah. Um. And like, it, it, it's I, 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 I would equate it to almost being like the Sailor Moon of my pairings in sure, a way. Sure. We're yeah. like, we're like Sailor Moon. Like I don't have like a rank for Sailor Moon in my anime because like it's just so special to me Like, it's in its own like. Yeah, it's
1: in its own category. File cabinet. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was my gateway anime. Yeah. So it just it exists independent of right. everything else that I love. Right. Like
0: it's not even. It's like. I did not in a different category than yeah, my number one. Yeah, I would say
1: that a lot of people uh, feel that way about Dragon Ball.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and so that's kind of how I feel about uh, Riku and Sora is because, Aww. like, you know, I, I, I feel like they were definitely one of the first Dojin that I saw before I even knew, knew what doujin was. What it was. Really
1: was, for sure.
0: And, like, yeah, it's important to me, so it's my OTP.
1: Yeah, I love that. I love that. Thanks. Yeah. Um, I do think that Roxas and Axel are really Ugh. great boyfriends. So. Oh, so great. We... I might be a little more into that ship than Riku and Sora. Totally. Only a little bit.
0: Right, only right. a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's... I I think that's a very valid point. Yeah. Um,
1: but I think that your point of you as a, a young gay boy, like, getting the opportunity to see this very special, arguably romantic connection between these two young men, I mean, that that's really significant.
0: Yeah. And, like, I, I think I also, like... Uh, wasn't quite sure how to label like an OTP if it's like specific yeah, to like a person like a character or sure. like the sh- or like the work itself yeah. right because like I would consider both of them my OTP because they're separate people but like I get that some people might be like no you can only pick one
1: yeah yeah, yeah for
0: sure you can I think you can have multiple OTPs yeah, personally right because right, I'm just I, I'm just like I mean they're not they're not fighting over anybody so like just both of them can have yeah it's their just respective all good. exactly
1: everyone can have their person um no I love that that's yeah. great that's awesome um all right shall we read some fan fiction oh boy i'm so excited to hear yours because you're clearly like so passionate about this pairing uh not to say that i'm not i really enjoy this pairing but my i think my fanfic's kind of it's kind of pure this yeah. This yeah, week, yeah 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 so. yeah
0: yeah Yeah. Um, i'm i mean you know i am i try my best to like be subdued with my stuff though so yeah. like I, well,
1: that's the point. Yeah, what we're, right. we're writing like
0: I'm just very I'm just nervous because borderline erotica kind of stuff. I'm just nervous because I care about them so much.
1: Aww. All right. Well, uh, do you want me to go first then? No,
0: it's okay. I'll, I'll oh, go first. okay.
1: You're like I want to go. Yeah. All right. I will, I will go go, go first. for it, and then I'll read mine. Okay. <laughs> Take a moment.
0: Yeah. The waves crash on the shore of the realm of darkness. No other signs of life for miles. So, by the way, this is like actually from these are some lines actually from the ending.
1: Oh, okay. Perfect.
0: To tell you the truth, Sora, I was jealous of you. What for? I wish I could live life the way you do, just following my heart. Sora lets the waves fill the silence as he struggles to let something out, something that he's been holding for literally years. Sora leans in and puts his hand on Riku's chest. He can still feel the adrenaline pumping through, through him from the battle with Xehanort. Well, maybe I can help you try. Riku pauses for a second and doesn't pull away. I'd like that. We have all the time in the world after all. Riku shows a side he rarely shows. He shivers a little bit as he leans in to caress Sora in a way he never had before. He feels Sora use his weight to pull him down. They both realize at that moment that they could create their new home in one another. If no one ever came for them, that's okay. Light mixed with darkness. Darkness gave itself to the light.
1: Dang. Thank you. Great work. Thank you. Okay. Here we go. It was late. Had Riku any sense, he would have left an hour ago when Kairi had rightfully declared it was well past bedtime and returned home. But he was never one to pass up a friendly competition, so when Sora had bet him that he could stay up later than him, of course he accepted. Plus, the prospect of being alone with Sora was appealing unto itself. And so they sat on the beach, staring at the vastness of the starlit sky. He wasn't sure when, but sometime after declaring his intent to stay up until the sun rose, Sora had moved to sit beside him, or perhaps it should be said, more beside him than he already was, and Riku could feel the weight of the other boy's head drooping against his shoulder. Hey, he said, feigning indignance. Don't you go quitting on me now. I thought you said you were bursting with so much energy that you couldn't possibly sleep for a week. "Mm," Sora sighed clearly in the midst of dozing off. (laughs) I might have overestimated how awake I actually was. Riku did his best to stifle a yawn. Looks like I'm going to win this one. He let his head fall <laughs> to rest against Sora's, but Sora squirmed away and despite his smaller stature, managed to knock Riku on his back, pinning him to the ground. Aw, it'll be boring if you win so easily, Sora said, lowering his face to hover mere inches from Riku's. Riku sealed the short distance and kissed him. Well, I guess I'll have to help you stay awake then.
0: Ooh.
1: <laughs> it's like pure, but like a little, little spice. Oh.
0: Just, just a sprinkle Yeah, just some of that, like, yeah, there's like a bite at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I like that.
1: Thank you. Oh, man. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank
0: you for listening. We really appreciate you. And we hope that uh, you weren't, your brain wasn't comp- completely fried when we were trying to parse the lore oh my God, of this game. Because
1: there is so, so much. Uh, again, like, totally, totally recommend uh, the video that... Um, cosmonaut mark did on his channel where they attempt to explain kingdom hearts because it's truly it's truly amazing it's amazing yeah uh yeah so you guys of course be sure to vote in our twitter poll follow us on twitter at nsf weebs pod that is n s as in snake f as in frank weebs pod uh, where we'll have our Twitter poll going, uh, voting on which fanfic was your favorite.
0: Yes. this week, the Realm of Darkness or in their bedroom. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was on the beach. <laughs> it was all. It was all on the on the shore. Mine was just, you know, kind of a happier ish shore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh,
1: yes. So be sure to vote uh, and then subscribe to us on iTunes if you want to um, send us your fanfics you can you can tweet them at us oh or you my can god just please send them to them us email them to us at nsfweebspod at gmail.com just keep it short keep it cute keep it short keep it cute and maybe we'll uh, we'll read some of your fix on a later episode yeah uh, uh, but yes yeah, so again that kind of covers all of the business for this podcast Chris where can the people find you
0: people can find me on all social media as one winged Chris Sephiroth reference right there
1: and I am at Emma Fife, all over the internet, wherever Emma Fifes are sold. Uh, thank you all again so much for listening and we'll 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 be back with, with more sexy fan
0: times Ooh, yes. next week. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Bye. Bye.